on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, good morning. First dates can always be an awkward situation. Now, Lauren has a much longer dating resume than I did because I was a loser. So what? I was a nerd and no one wanted to go on a date with me. <laughs> no, you weren't. But Lauren definitely. But you always dated these bad boys and kind of jerks and lazy guys. No, that's okay, it right? It took me a while to figure out my life. But yeah. yes. And you you were just, because um, we grew up together, if you didn't know. Joey was more friend zoned a lot by a lot of people. I was the. It's true. I was the friend zone champion. You In were. Fa- I friend zoned before they would friend zone. I would like be like, "You're starting to like me. We should be friends. You we should be in the friend yourself. zone." I did friend zone myself. I just looked like the friend zone basically. Uh, but I found a list of the worst places for a first date. This is according to Complex.com. I'm honestly shocked by this list because I actually think a lot of these places are good first dates, but. Maybe you'll tell me I'm wrong. Okay. All right. So some of the worst places to take a first date. They said an aquarium. <laughs> that's a terrible first date. Why is an aquarium a bad first date? I don't date? know. It's just weird. It seems like that's where you take your nephew or your niece. Like you don't take your date Literally, to the aquarium for a first date. In third grade, the class took a field trip to the aquarium. Your dad was a chaperone. You peed your pants. Yes. Some girl flicked a booger on you. Yes. Don't, yeah, that's what it says. So Plus some aquariums are very... Um, Anticlimactic. Yeah. Where you go and you think it's going to be that like this great white shark and you're going to have all this crazy stuff. You're going to walk through a tunnel of fish. But a lot of times your local aquarium is like a little yeah, little pond of stingrays that you can touch. I don't know. That's I find penguins it. a very romantic creature. I find if I was in a penguin are exhibit. Penguins at aquariums? I don't. Yeah. Pen- right, no. they? They're at the I, zoo. Penguins are. It's a bird. Well, penguin is a, is a bird, Joey. I feel like I I know a penguin's a bird that doesn't fly. By the way, I actually learned that on PBS the other day. Mm-hmm. They just swim. I thought penguins could be found in an aquarium, but you're probably right. Maybe they're just at either the zoo. way. I get your point. I don't think that's the best place for okay. a first date. Could be fine for a date, not the first date. Uh, number two on the list: an ice skating rink, roller skating rink, anywhere that requires wheels. Just don't do this. They said avoid the awkwardness of falling or trying to get your balance. Plus it can be a uh, level of lack of confidence if you see someone that's way worse at it than you. Yeah, I don't know though because if it's two people that are athletic and they like doing that, I think that could be a fun first date. I'm fine with the ice skating rink, the roller skating rink. Those to me have two totally different vibes. Ice skating, romantic, fun, you know, festive. Roller skating rink is like Gary's been working there for 30 years. He creeps everyone out. It smells like old gum and dust. It's just not. I've never been to a roller skating rink and been like, wow, this place impresses me. Okay. A wedding was on the list. We've had some people on Makeup or Breakup that have gone to uh, a wedding. Yeah. First date, don't take someone to a wedding. Okay. Uh, your own birthday party. It says do not make your date compete for your own attention with a bunch of your no. friends and family. This is first dates, right? Yep. Yeah. That's a, a bad first date. An arcade. That's the same roller skate rink thing. There's a yeah, part it just of me that feels goes, like you've got little Timmy that's going to elbow you and kick you off the Pac-Man machine, and then you're arguing with an 11-year-old, and then it's a problem. Part of me goes it would be kind of fun to do the little racing games, especially the motorcycle racing games at an arcade. Wouldn't it be fun? That would be fun. I would say go to a place that is more like all-inclusive with other things where it has like the arcade and maybe some bowling or mini golf. Like That could be fun, but if it's just your straight-up hole-in-the-wall, dim-lit, you got a couple of machines. That's kind of weird. A zoo is on the list. The I can't worst. agree with that. Uh, 
Now, there's some like smelly exhibits at the zoo, and sometimes the zoo is anticlimactic when they're like, oh, the lion hasn't come out in three days. Sorry, guys. I'm struggling with this one. I like I'm the zoo. I'm really struggling this one. And I think it's on the list because whoever created this list probably assumed this is kind of a childish thing. It's not yep. very adult and upscale and highbrow. Um, I would agree. I don't think it's a good first date idea. Man, I would be terrible in the dating world. I really hope I never become single again because the first thing I do is like, we're going to go to the Let's roller arcade. skate to the yeah. zoo. Yeah. Let's roller <laughs> skate to the zoo and then we'll go to the arcade. A uh, shooting range was on there. I'm fine with a shooting range. Uh, that I think could be a fun date for two people who are interested in that. I mean, if you're not interested in that, obviously it would be a weird first date. A beach says, what's your plan? Build sandcastles together? Just no. The beach, um, I think, is a great first date, but you got to be careful because you don't want to come off a, like a creep asking your date, like, hey, do you want to go to the beach? Because you don't want it to seem like, hey, I yeah. just want to see you in your swimsuit. Good point. You know, Good so point. just be careful the way you approach it. All right, uh, just a couple more. A carnival or amusement park? Not true. Oh, that's fine. I don't know about the that's fair. Really the fair seems really busy. No, but no, 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 no. You can't the fair. You go get yourself a corn dog. And an elephant ear. Yeah, you go on the the Ferris wheel. That could be romantic. I find that going to the fair, it's very traditional. I'm going to win you the big teddy bear. That's My problem cute, is I though. suck at those it's games. Kind of cute. I would pay the carny beforehand and be like, "Listen, I'm going to come here, and I just here's fifty bucks that <laughs> you keep. I need that girl. big teddy bear." And then a museum was on the list. I hate museums just in general. It depends on the museum. Again, big cities have really cool, amazing museums. But some museums that are, are terrible. Yeah, some are lame. Tour guide, all that. Uh, so, what are the worst places you've been taken to on a date? Six eight seven one nine. You can text us. The worst place you've been taken to on a first date. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Okay, I feel like I need to clarify what I just said about a woman eating her husband's pet. It Got really it. happened, but we're not. Talking, you know, dog or anything like well, that. I mean, I think we let people's imagination go there and then you tell them what animal it was. <laughs> this is a, a wife who cooked her husband's pet fish after he refused to care for it. So he was too lazy. She'd say, come on, take care of your, your fish. Is I'm not going to take care of your fish. That's the new threat. If you don't take care of your pet, I will eat it. She is from Indonesia and she decided, you know what? I'm going to cook his pet. It's an arowana fish. I need to look up what, what that... Why don't you look it up for me? Okay. A-R-O-W-A-N-A. Uh, she says he was so lazy, and she went viral on TikTok after kind of telling this story that she decided she was going to uh, pull it out of the uh, tank. It doesn't look good. Apply some seasoning. It after, looks small. Ooh. Yeah, it, it, looks, it doesn't look good. It, it, oh, no, never mind. They get very big. <laughs> she, she deep fried it and everything. Oh. Had a nice little meal. Told him that she was going to eat his fish. She ended up eating it. And uh, he surprisingly is not that mad. He says he's just going to go get another one. <laughs> it's like, oh, it was good. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm looking at the picture. So I'm looking at oh, it. It's, it's sad when you see it and you realize. Let me see. That was their pet. I'm looking yeah, at just the photos. She, she deep fried it, cooked it. And she says, I'm sick of you not taking care of your fish. It's oh, going in my I, belly. I don't think she cooked it very well. It doesn't look very appetizing. She did say her husband has forgiven her, and he plans to get another one, and he will take care of the next one. Man, that's something else. I am so glad that you up. clarified it wasn't like, you know, Fido, the dog, or something like that. Still sad, but Yeah, no, still, fish. it is weird. Like, when you go deep sea fishing and you hold one up, you know, a lot of times you feel like, oh, okay, that looks good to mm-hmm. eat. 
But when it's your pet, that feels a lot different. Uh, we had goldfish growing up, like big old. We uh, we didn't have like the big big koi. We had a pond in our in our uh, side yard, but we had little goldfish. I always wondered what they tasted like. What happened to them? Oh, they always they would always die. It's, it was it was a very very hard project. My dad built a pond in our side yard, but like did it by himself, mind you. YouTube videos were not a thing back then, and so he's just doing this. Like, I think he bought a build-upon manual, and so tried to do that, but it didn't really didn't work, work out, out very so well. the fish always died, yeah. There's a UK casino site that's actually hiring somebody to watch every episode of The Simpsons. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah, what are they on? Their longest-running TV show, right? It's yeah, like I think so. It's like 30-something seasons There's like something. 33 seasons, I think. Um, every episode of The Simpsons, they're going to give you a $7,000 and a weekly box of donuts. Wait, seven thousand an episode? No, no, total. Oh, oh okay, Ooh, that's to not worth watch it. every episode. Seven thousand dollars and a weekly box of donuts. Yeah, then not worth it. Not worth it at all, right? Seven thousand uh, for all those episodes. They throw in the donuts every week. I might think about it. <laughs> Lauren's like, keep the cash. <laughs> Throw in a bonus box of donuts and you've got a deal. There is a rise in shoplifting cases right now, and it's actually caused stores across the nation to lock up everyday items. So a lot of times you'll see more expensive items that are locked up. Yeah, like the makeup and stuff. Some of the perfumes and different things. Well, now some cities are locking up bars of soap, deodorant, toothbrushes. Oh, man. Oh, man. So sad. Yeah. Don't steal. Don't be lifting toothbrushes. You know what I mean? Go to your dentist. Your dentist will give you one for free. I mean, I know perfume's expensive, but sometimes I always look at those boxes like, really? We're going to turn this into Fort Knox to smell like Britney Spears? I mean, you'll see them and they've got like the, <laughs> I know. the huge plastic thing. And the tiny, tiny yeah. little bottle in this giant plastic And then you've got to call someone. They have 18 keys on their key ring and they're like, hold on. You know, it's like the video games. Same yeah. thing. They're all locked up. Yep. Uh, anytime I stop and browse and I look at the perfume section, I always feel like someone's watching me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They I'm got like, a little I'm not, tracker don't worry, on there. I'm just looking. Uh, in fact, if I look suspicious, I'm sorry. I'm just checking it out. I've probably avoided buying cologne before because it's got that huge lockbox on it where I'm like, this is just a lot of work. I don't want to have to call somebody too over. Much. And, I mean, here's the problem. Let's say you want to look at a cologne and they unhook the box and everything and then you just want to smell it. And then you feel bad because they got to put it back. You know, you know. just want a sniff of it real quick. Well, a lot of them you can't. There's like no way you yeah. can smell it. Do they still have uh, like the perfume people at like JC Penney's and stuff? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been to a department store in a long time. Because that seems like a great gig. As people walk by, you just go <laughs> spritz them. How do you smell now, boss? I feel so offended when I get sprayed without asking. I'm just like, excuse they me. They used to spray you right in the face. Like, it used to be a thing. <laughs> and now now I feel like you've got to ask permission and stuff. But they used to just spray you. That's true. <laughs> Those are some of your trending stories. Time for another Phone Janks with Joey and Lauren. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. Let's get to the uh, Phone Janks today. We are prank calling Tyler. He was set up by his wife, Camille. So their son loves going to the pool. Loves going to the uh, community pool, has a great time. And you know those, uh, like, old, I don't know if they're old wives' tales rules, but, like, hey, if you eat, you got to wait 30 minutes before you go in the pool or no running around the pool. Well, guess what? I'm the head of lifeguarding, and your son has violated all those important rules. And Tyler cannot handle it when I'm telling him his son could have a lifelong ban from the community pool. <laughs> and it's the phone, Jenks. Hello. Hello, is this uh, is this Tyler? Yeah, speaking. Tyler, can help you. hi, my name is Chase. I'm actually the head of lifeguarding over at the uh, community pools. 
and uh, I, I had all the lifeguarding kind of oversee the the pools. I understand. Uh, just I'm so glad we were able to track down your number. I understand a couple of days ago your son Hunter came to our pool and our facilities. Is that true? I just want to make sure Probably. I have. Probably the- he goes to the community pool all the time. What's going on? Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I just wanted to give you a call. I don't know if you heard about um, kind of what happened a couple of days ago with your son, and if you're what aware. Happened? Well, um, he was running in, in the pool area, and so we had to, we had to tell him to slow down. And I just wanted to obviously pass along that to you as a parent, um, but he was he was running at the pool, and so I just wanted uh-huh. to give you a call. I so I imagine when he got home, he was telling you about that and how we did have to blow the whistle at him twice. Tell me that he was running at the pool. Yeah, so he was running, and I know is this that is, what, is that what you're calling me about that he was running at the pool. Listen, I know it's overwhelming. I know it's a lot of heavy information. I know you're probably in shock right now. But, yes, he was running uh, at the pool. And we had, to, we had to go, boop, hey, slow down. And so, listen, I no, know. I'm, I'm in shock that you're, you're taking the time out of your day to call me that my son was running at the pool. You know, you can just tell him to stop and move along. Sorry, I want to make sure we're on the same page. So he was, he was running at the pool. You know that's a pool rule. That's a pool rule since pools were invented. And he was running at it. So, uh, listen, yeah. we actually have He's a... He's a kid. kid. Kids run. All right? So, you know... Okay, well... Just I... tell him to slow down next time, all right? Got it. Is, there, I... is there anything else I can help you with? Well, yeah. No, there's there's a couple other things. I did want to bring up, too, that we noticed uh, via our surveillance cameras as well as our lifeguards on duty that uh, he, he ate some snacks and then got in the water within 30 minutes, which is also a, a swimming no-no. So... Um, we actually have a parent a support. Swimming? No, no. Is that a rule that you guys have? Well, it's the rule of swimming. I mean, again, since the dawn of time, you don't eat and then go swimming unless you've waited 30 minutes. You could get a cramp. And so uh, he did do that. It looked like he was eating crackers or something, and he got in Man, within five minutes. And so I don't know what you're talking about. Is it, What is going on? Uh, look, can I help you with anything? This is ridiculous. Well, he is facing a lifetime ban from the pool because of these violations. So I just wanted to give you Wait, a call. For running and eating? These are like the Ten Commandments of, of swimming pools. So uh, honestly, I didn't even want to bring up the third violation, but after sunscreen, I don't think he waited ten minutes to let it soak in. So there's just, I mean, he's probably going to be banned for life. You, okay. Uh, this is you're, you're wasting my time, man. Like uh, because my son isn't running, is running. He's having a snack before he goes swimming, and he's putting on sunscreen. You're this calling is, me? Well, this, this is, is we we try to help like, kids for the future. I mean, this is a life of crime that he'll probably. I mean, if he's in jail in five years from now, are we going to be surprised when I try to give you the warning signs right now about running? Well, buddy, hey, 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 you, don't don't worry about my kid. All right, look, if you're worried about him going to jail because he's running around a swimming pool. Uh, no. Okay. All right. Okay. You, you can just stop right there. Boy, I, I can't. The future of America is in great hands with your son running and snacking and not letting his sunscreen set in. So I just want to. What are you let, saying right now? What I, are you I'm, saying? I, I am saying that you should be a very concerned father, and maybe I should start asking about how you parent because you can't have your kids running amok, eating snacks, and just jumping in the pool. They could get a cramp. Look, look, look. Hey, 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 hey. Don't, don't tell me how to raise okay. my kid, all right? Okay. He's a great kid. I, and and I, what you're saying is absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't have time for this. Okay, all right? fine, fine. This let is, me, this is let some me, kind of joke or something, well, and I'm th- over it. That's a You have a good hunch because this is uh, Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning, and your wife Camille set you up on a phone, Jenks, and it's not what? right. Yeah, this is a joke. <laughs> it's a prank.
Don't worry. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was on the You're like, what so is going on, ridiculous. man? I was like. Don't I, run in the pool. I, I eat before I go swimming. Yeah. You picked it up from me, all right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, your wife, Camille, uh, she wanted to mess with you because uh, she knows that your son, obviously, he loves going to the pool. So we wanted to let you know of some oh serious violations God. that may or may not be happening. All right, man? Wow. I'm going to get her back for <laughs> you this. You should. Absolutely. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up time. Ben is with us trying to get a hold of Leah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like in his message, he's actually felt like they were almost in a relationship at this point. So like, this is not a just, oh, I just barely met you. Yeah, several dates, he said in the message. So I love this because it almost feels like you're dating at this point, Mm -hmm. but then it also makes it harder because it's like, okay, uh, first dates, a lot of times something turns you off immediately and you're like, yeah, they're not the right fit. But after several dates, it's like, what could have changed? It's a harder fall, I sure. think. And that's what Ben is dealing with. So let's talk to him now. Hello, Ben. Welcome to Makeup or Breakup. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. So um, you feel, I mean, several dates. So we we talking like plus four? I mean, it's been more than that or? Uh, it's been it's been four. Okay, uh, it's and, been four. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I totally agree that like we haven't, had like an official conversation to make it official, but it really did seem like we were, it felt like we were dating. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we met through a mutual friend and on this last day, actually, the, or the fourth date, uh, she had me over to her house and cooked me dinner, uh, which was great. But yeah, she hasn't, uh, she hasn't responded to my texts or calls or whatever since then. I feel kind of bad. Like maybe, maybe it was because I didn't help clean up after dinner Maybe that's it, but I mean, I've been trying to hit her up, and I even got her a gift. Like I bought her some flowers and 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 dropped them off at her at her house. And uh, I don't know. I'm really just wondering what's up because it it seemed like, we, you know, we we had a good thing going, and now all of a sudden she's ghosting me. Okay, I, I will say just based on how you've described, you know, you're not really helping clean up. As weird as it sounds, that is actually a turnoff for me. If somebody like doesn't clear their mm-hmm. own plate, I know it's weird, but it's like if I'm on a date with somebody and they're at my house or vice versa and they don't clear their own plate and expect me to what do is, it. What I is clearing a plate? Can we like, get the play by play on that? So you're sitting at the table and you're having this amazing meal and you wrap it up and then you don't take your plate to the kitchen and put it in the dishwasher. You just leave it there for oh, the other person to get okay, it. That's clearing that would plate. annoy got me, it. but I don't know if it would annoy me so much that I wouldn't I wouldn't call somebody back, especially when you've gone on so many dates. Did you not even clear the plate, Ben? The the Lauren clearing the plate <laughs> rule. I did not clear the plate. Did you throw your uh, napkin so down like you're at a diner and you're like, oh, that was good. I'm I mean, stuffed. <laughs> when, when uh, Ben, when you said uh, that Leah made you dinner, my first thought was not exactly dishes, but were you complimentary? I mean, some people, they don't even realize it. And she may have been like, man, oh, I like put my blood, sweat, and tears. You. Like, Did you say like, oh, this rice pilaf is amazing? And like, did you compliment? <laughs> Yeah, that that I did do. Okay. I made sure to say that it was that it was good and that I okay. liked it, which is the truth. It was really okay. good, right. and I I know that. Yeah, people need to hear that or should hear that for sure. sure. So uh, let's play a song. Let's come back and let's call Leah. All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks, okay. guys. Yes, Ben, with us. Let's talk to Leah coming up. Could it be? I would laugh if Leah goes. He yeah, didn't clear his plate. Be like, oh, told you, told you. It's something that all women believe in. <laughs> so we'll uh, talk to Leah when we come back with makeup or breakup. It's Joey and Lauren. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning.
It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get uh, to Leah. She's going to join us here coming up. We're going to call her because uh, Ben wanted to be on Makeup or Breakup, who has gone out with on four dates with Leah, mm-hmm. had a great time, and he goes, yeah, I mean, I thought at this point we were almost in a, in a relationship. Now, the last date was at Leah's house. She made him dinner. He yes. goes, I didn't do any dishes. Yeah. I didn't help with that. He, he admitted. He's like, ah, I didn't really clean up after. So maybe that's why she's not getting back to me. Also, he mentioned he dropped off flowers. Yeah. After a couple of days of not hearing back from her, he put flowers on her doorstep. And so that stinks. Uh, it's another wrinkle. So maybe uh, did she think that was too Go to the forward? grocery store. You got to find the $17 bouquet. You got to get the little plastic baggie. They're wet. You got to make sure they stay alive. You got to go through the checkout. Oh, Some oh, people wonder if you're going oh, to a funeral. Poor, or- poor guy. No, I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he was happy to well, do it. He did say he didn't even take his plate from the table to the sink, which is the bare minimum of trying to help somebody out. I do worry about that. So we've got Leah's number. Let's talk to Leah. Hello? Hello, is this Leah? Yeah, this is Leah. Can I ask who's calling? Yes, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning. We are a morning radio show. Hi, um, Leah. Hi, that's Lauren. I'm Joey. Uh Hi. 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 Well, the reason we're calling you, um, because I know this is kind of uh, out of the norm, but we're calling you because a listener of our show has apparently gone on a few dates with you, and now he cannot get a text message back after trying to go out again. His name is Ben. So have you gone out? (laughs) Have you gone out with a guy named Ben? Um. Yeah. Sounds like a few times. times. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so Ben reached out to us. He kind of shared with us briefly the story of you two and how you've gone on several dates. And he's like, I'm really confused. Things were going so well and now nothing. He mentioned dropping flowers off at your house. He's been texting and calling and he basically enlisted us to figure out maybe if there's something he did. Cause he's like, she's not calling me back and I am totally stumped. Oh, so if you have a oh God, okay. Um, <laughs> if you don't mind sharing. Yeah, we'd love to know because he's very confused. <laughs> yeah, yes, as am I. I'm very confused. Um, so <laughs> he came over for dinner on our last date, right? And I mm-hmm. made this, my lemon pepper chicken, which I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. let me cook him this. He'll love it. That sounds um, amazing. Like, dinner was fine, I guess. Um and then, you know, I started cleaning up the dishes or whatever. Um, but then he, <laughs> okay, so he, he started playing hide-and-seek with me. Hide-and-seek. Nice. Like, <laughs> like so actually like, playing no. hide-and-seek? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like, like actually, in a romantic and, and way? Or? <laughs> like, like, he started counting out loud, like, and then he's like, ready or not, here I come. And <laughs> My man. I kind of froze and I was like putting the last of the dishes up and I was like wait what did he just literally is he doing this for <laughs> so, real okay so I didn't know what to do I kind of stood in the kitchen like frozen being like do I move what do I say what do I do <laughs> okay and then all of a sudden he like come around the corner and he's like oh hey ready or not here I come like wow. and then he's like found you and I'm like wait what <laughs> I, okay I was so okay. confused this is so confused. I'm I'm confused too. The, there's the whole phrase like you're a kid at heart, but literally he's like, oh, maybe maybe he read somewhere that playing childish games can be, kind of can be romantic. Intimate. And I I'm thinking this dude read an article in a magazine that said like playing things that are nostalgia <laughs> will help build romance. And he's like, all right, boom, hide and seek, what, let's do it. What happened after that? So he he finds you and you're like, ah, you found me. And then and then what? Did you <laughs> did you ask him about it or? 
Well, no, it got worse. So he's like, your turn. So I was like, oh, God. Um, I was trying to humor him, I guess. I was like, okay, fine. You did? Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> like, I love this. Here I, I love come. this. I'm counting. Okay. And then, like, he left, and, and he went and hid in, like, my back bedroom. So okay. I was like, oh, haha, okay, he's- I'll come find you. And then he's, like, on my bed posing. Oh, and I was just so this con- is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know what, Leah? This is, a, this is a great way to get a tour of a house without asking for a tour. Right? Anytime you go to someone's place, you always want to see what the house looks like. This is his way of doing it. Um, Leah, that's amazing. Uh, that is shocking, and that is definitely, I, I'm telling you, I bet you he read somewhere that something like this is is fun and romantic because I don't know how you go from great lemon pepper chicken to, all right, I'm closing my eyes. Go find me. Um <laughs> Leah Ben well, is. I was just trying to have fun, though. <laughs> like I was just trying to like be playful, There's be kind of cute. Just like, I, I thought it wasn't a big deal. Everybody likes hide and seek. It's true. <laughs> sorry, uh, Leah. That's hi, Ben. ben. <laughs> hey, yeah. Sorry, I, I couldn't. I couldn't just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. Like, yeah. I, if, I'm, I'm sorry uh-huh. if that was the wrong move. I thought that it was the right move, just because it was. You know, it's just a. It's just a fun game to play while we're. You know, getting to know each other and then and, and cleaning up and all that. You mean while I was cleaning up and you were running around like a five-year-old. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Ben, can you just really quick, what, what made you decide to do this? Is this something you've done with other people? Like, what made you go from, hey, you know, we're just two adults eating dinner to let's play hide-and-seek? Uh, I just thought it would be a fun way to pass the okay. time in I like, like a, you know, like a fun little, little cute sort of way. Yeah. And then next um, they were going to do Duck, Duck, Goose and, and tag Jenga her it. and Twister yeah. and all that I don't stuff. Th- I think there are worse things that could happen on a date, especially, you know, Leah, you guys had gone out several times. So maybe Ben was like so comfortable with you that this was kind of a fun weird icebreaker at your house. I can see how it can be taken. I mean, you're caught off guard, right? Yeah, definitely. I just, I, I don't know. I thought it was really immature and just, I was not feeling it. I mean, okay. But Ben at least is owning who he is. And that's, I mean, his confidence. It's not like, I mean, he, he's he's owning it and loving it. Um, ben, is this something that hearing Leah basically diss on the hide and seek, does that change your mind about going out again? Uh, it changes my mind about playing hide and seek. Okay, so you may may abolish, you will Uh, never play hide and seek when you guys go out again. Any chance, Leah, you still want to go out again with Ben? We'll give you to the count of ten. (laughs) One, two. I mean, oh God, I don't know. Think of all the other dates you guys went on. Okay, that's fine, not a good fit. All right, so Ben, Twister, your place next Tuesday, huh? What do you think? (laughs) We'll see Uh. you there. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. Where is the worst place you've been taken on a first date? We were just talking about this list that came out. Uh, some of the places on the list, a zoo, an aquarium, a roller skating place, an ice skating rink, arcade, museum. But you have something worse than that. Like the place you went, you're like, really? This is what we're doing on our first date? <laughs> There's a few really bad ones. But uh, this person's defending the roller rink. They said, my first date with my husband was at a roller rink. He took me back there to propose. That was our first date. And then he took me back there to propose. All right, that's kind of romantic. But again, my problem with roller rinks, have you ever been in one that doesn't smell bad? They all smell bad. Me personally, bad. I have not. And they're just dimly lit. I don't do well with dimly lit places. It's part of the, uh, the facade. It's part of the thing. It's There's part of the environment. There's always like a light bulb going out in the back corner. 
and you've always got a weird random birthday party where they've just got cake and pizza everywhere. And so that's where you propose. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. they propose. Uh, I think because of the nostalgia, it's a great place. Because that was their first date, I think it's great. But I don't know if that's the top of my list. But I'm glad they're, they're happily married, yes. it sounds like. Okay, yes, good they for are. them. Uh, more bad first date places. This one says, had a first date once. Take me to Monster Jam. It was so noisy, you couldn't even talk oh, at all. Gosh. He was way into it. Me, not so much. You're wearing a Gravedigger shirt. You're like, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Those places are loud. This one says the flea market was a first date. That oh, was bad. Man. This one says a car show. It was awful. Yeah, and, that would be uh, terrible. I like this one. My date took me to 7-Eleven for a Slurpee. He paid for in nickels and pennies. But I married him, and we've been together for 22 years now. Dang. Sometimes you, bad dates work, I you're guess. You're able to pay for a Slurpee with nickels and dimes, then you end up being married to that person for 22 years? That's a rags to riches story, man. This one says frisbee golfing. It was oh, terrible. Gosh, I yeah. actually like froth. No, froth is only good if you are good at it. But frisbee That's golfing true. for someone that has just started, you are going to be looking for your frisbee the entire time. This one says my first date took me to an igloo. That was quite the experience. An igloo? <laughs> Like, did you find one? Did you build one? Like, I need to know details about how you found an igloo. I don't. That's impressive. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, if you are going for a first date, I would go the traditional route personally. I mean, you can get a little creative, but like Monster Jam or something like that, I just, uh, to me, that's too much. This text says, my first date took me to a humane society to volunteer, which seems like a fun thing to do, but we ended up just cleaning up pet waste out of the kennels for hours. That's a rough first date. That feels like a test. Like, you want to flex. How good of a person yeah, are you? Yeah, you want to flex by saying, let's go to the Humane Society, but now you're just like almost putting that person to the test. I don't think I like that. I'm not against volunteering. I'm all yep. about it. First but- date took me to the laundromat. He had to switch out his towels, oh, so I went with him yep. for that. Just a quick little errand. <laughs> all right, keep texting us. It's Joey and Lauren. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's Listener versus Lauren. Time to play Listener versus Lauren. Chris is today's contestant. Hello, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. How smart do you think you are on a scale from one to ten? It depends on the day. Depends on the day. I'm I'm thinking Same. today's a <laughs> Me today's too. a ten. All right. So here is how Listener versus Lauren works. Just in case you don't know the rules, uh, Lauren is about to leave the studio right now. Where it is soundproof, so she will not be able to hear. I my shoes on. I took my shoes off. <laughs> uh, Lauren's, I mean, it's a real stressful work we do here. Sometimes you just got to take off your shoes. You know that, Chris? <laughs> so Lauren has left the studio, so she will not be able to hear these three random questions for you. I'll ask you the three questions. We'll bring Lauren back in, ask her the same set of questions, and whoever does better wins. All right? Okay. Question number one for Chris. This American city is known for its iconic bell. Philadelphia. In West Philadelphia, born and raised at a playground. Okay, I won't sing the whole thing. Correct, you were one for one. (laughs) Good job, Chris. Question number two. Bazinga was a popular phrase used in which TV sitcom? Bazinga. The Big Bang Theory. Theory. Are you a fan of Big Bang Theory? Absolutely. You love it. Bazinga. I don't even know. Does Sheldon say that, I imagine? Is that a Sheldon thing? Okay. All right. Chris, you are two for two to go a perfect three for three. Question number three. This sport also shares a name with a vegetable. Uh, Squash. There it is. 
three for three. Chris, way to go. Guaranteed at least a tie. All right, let's bring Lauren back in. <laughs> Keep Chris on the line. Lauren is back in, so she did not hear those three questions. Here we go. Question number one. Okay. This, you all right? <laughs> a little out of breath. This, okay. this American city is known for its iconic bell. Um, the Liberty Bell, and it is Philadelphia? And that is correct, yes. Oh, I was not Stop sure. Stop doing that look where you're trying to make eye contact no, with me. No, it wasn't. I, I was... know, but you do that, and I feel like it's cheating. <laughs> no, Chris it can't do that. No, confused look because I'm very unsure of myself. Question number two. Bazinga was a popular phrase used in which TV sitcom? Oh, it's amazing I know this because I never watched the show. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Two for two. Comes down to this. Question number three. This sport also shares a name with a vegetable. A sport and a vegetable. All I can think of is cricket, and that's not right. <laughs> what am I missing here? Um, I have no idea. Okay. I'm very confused. All right, Chris, let's bring you back on, Chris. You got a perfect three for three. Why don't you tell Lauren the sport that also shares a name with a vegetable? Squash. Squash. Never in my life have you, I heard that. You've never heard that's of the game sport squash? Or yes. That's a game you just no, made up. No, it's not. It's like <laughs> you play it in a racquetball court, but you play squash, oh. but it's got a it's got a smaller racket. I was also going to accept pickleball. Both oh, of those. Pickleball. Both of those I would have accepted. But Chris, you get it done with a perfect three for three. Woohoo! <laughs> I feel like it was just me celebrating there. All right, so Chris. The slow clap. We're going to hook you up, all right? <laughs> okay. Joey and Lauren. Good morning. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey life hack. This is actually sweet. I didn't realize this. Did you know you can blur out your home on Google Maps? First thing you do is open Google Maps and type in your address and enter Street View. Tap three dots and select Report a Problem. Drag a red box around your home and enter in why you want it blurred. Because wow. it is kind of weird. You can just look up someone's house and see everything like that. Like, it's just strange, man. Now, you can do that with anything, it sounds like. Do yeah. you have to prove that you live there? Well, yeah, maybe you have to give a reason. Okay. And, well, I know, but it just seems like you can pick any place and then try and blur it out and see if they approve it. Yeah. My huh. uh, my reason would be like, it's my house, you weirdos. All right, Google. <laughs> I would like that job. I'd like to be the Google Earth guy. You just drive around in a car with a camera on the top. I've seen it a couple of times, and my favorite thing is every time I see it, I try to do something crazy, like ah, like make like yeah. a funny face, and I'm like, am I actually going to ever be able to find myself in that spot? Unfortunately, they probably grab local people, though. It's not like it's one guy's job to do like the whole Western United States. I'm sure. What a road trip. Yeah, that's imagine? what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine that was your day every day? You just drive around the yeah. Google machine. Well, I always wonder too. So, um, on our exercise bike, you could do like scenic rides, and yeah. so. You can like see the the scape of where you're biking on the screen, and I've always wondered like how do they do that because they're passing other people on the road. I mean, there's people looking, staring them down. If anybody has any connections, I'd like to leave this job and become Google Map guy and just drive around and do the Google Maps and get all the weird stuff. You can there's a website that shows you all the weird stuff you can find there's on Google some Maps. Scary stuff. Oh yeah, too. I'm like, oh. really scary stuff. Uh, according to a new survey, one in three Americans admit to lying on their resumes. Does this surprise you? Uh, one in three people, or I guess the one third of those people are lying. There's no way. Everybody, everybody does this. Well, that would be two thirds of people okay, that would well, be lying. I can't figure it out. Two thirds of people yeah. are lying because I 
feel like everyone has fibbed just a little bit. Now, the uh, number one thing that people lie about is the years of experience they've had. So maybe you worked a place for two years, all of a sudden that became six years. And then the second one is your educational background. But that one can get you in huge trouble. I mean, all of it can. I feel like both of those are really uh, risky because it can easily be proved, well, first of all, education, and second of all, how long you've been doing something. Yeah. Because they could easily call your previous jobs and say, you know, man, how was Joey in the five years he worked for you? Five Joey? years? He was here for six weeks. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, but you could also make up a company. You could make up a former employer. I'm sure people do that all the time. How, though? It's on your resume, and you have I mean, to put a phone number and stuff, don't you? Yeah, but you make up a phone number. You do all that. Oh, they're not on Google. That's weird. I don't know. They don't have uh, a website. That's too risky. See, I would think more people are fibbing on little things, like the passion you have for that industry. Yeah. Or your, your best skill is you know, hands-on work or something. And maybe actually you're not as good as that. But I think a lot of people will fib a little bit on the, t- the like the enjoyment of the job or yeah. the skill. It's like when they talk about the skills, you're like, oh, I work too hard. I care too much. That's my favorite. What's your weakness? <laughs> I care too much about work. I work too I, hard. <laughs> sometimes I overachieve. And sometimes I just need to be a regular person. A lot of late nights at the office. Yeah. I don't think I've ever lied on my resume, but definitely... The titles have gotten fancier, right? Yeah, of course. My first radio job, I was the third string sports guy. So if the first sports guy was gone and the second sports guy was gone, then I got called to the big leagues and I got to actually be on the show. And so I think on my resume, it was probably like sports assistant sports director (laughs) of communications and all these flowery words when truthfully I was like, well, if two guys are sick... I am actually the one that you're going to hear on the air. Yeah, you know. At least you own it. (laughs) One guy was sick a lot and the other guy got fired, so it all worked out eventually, right? I'm trying to look for my... I thought I had my resume on my work computer, which probably is not a good idea. Oh, gosh. But I thought I had it for some reason I was updating. Yeah, I can't find it. But I know my resume is pretty flowery. I will say. It's all the big words, all the fancy things, (laughs) all the big titles. Come on. What did you say when you graduated high school? They uh, graduated with honors. I mean, my (laughs) parents were honored that I graduated. I didn't have actual (laughs) honors. I'm sure you could do something like that, right? Uh, Have you lied on your resume? So 44% yes say they lied about their educational background. 80% of people who lied on the resume say they were hired for that position. So that's the sad part. 80% are saying, I lied and I got the gig. I got the job for lying on my resume. Pays to lie on your resume, I guess. I wonder how many people just make up that they went to a certain school. I see that's too much for me. Again, mine is always just the flowery words. Like I'm really good at this, that, and the other. Well, I think lying about Harvard is one thing. If you throw out there, you know, Idaho State, I don't know if anybody's gonna go and like double check. No, you think? I think more and more nowadays, and if you're an employer, you can text us six eight seven one nine. I feel like more and more they don't look as much at your education. Yeah. They're more concerned about your work experience sure. and your history in different companies or the different, you know, genre of work that you're trying to apply for. I served at a fancy Italian restaurant, also known as Olive Garden. <laughs> I was the breadstick <laughs> inspector or something. Oh my gosh. I would, if I was the breadstick <laughs> inspector. You'd be all over that. <laughs> Rest in peace. It's Joey and Lauren. <laughs> I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. (laughs) This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.